Hi, welcome to Winter with the Seasons Leadership Podcast, where we celebrate this time to go deep, transform your leadership journey. We will bring you actionable advice to improve your leadership and your life today. Hi, I'm Susan. And I'm Debbie. And thank you for joining us. At Seasons Leadership, we share a vision to make excellent leadership the worldwide standard. Learn more at seasonsleadership.com. Welcome to season five with the Seasons Leadership Podcast, and thank you for joining us. Debbie, can you believe season five? No, it's crazy. <laughs> I gray, know. gray. <laughs> I know. If we would have, if somebody would have told us this back when we started this podcast adventure, um, I think I could not have believed it. And those of you who didn't hear the story, we are such accidental podcasters to yeah. start with. We didn't start out wanting to have a podcast and then we got into it sort of accidentally, but it was meant to be because we love it. We love doing it and we really feel it's a good way to get information out there for all of our listeners about what we care about, which is leadership and leadership excellence. Exactly. And we've met so many great people this way too. Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Let's just get started. Season five, winter. We're going to talk about winter today. Yeah. And here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in the season of winter. I uh, did a post on social media and I said, um, fall has finally arrived. This was just a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And someone said, fall, we're in winter already and where I live. <laughs> and um, so it all, you know, how you experience winter in nature differs depending on where you're located. Um, how you experience metaphorical winter as a leader differs by a lot of different factors, like where you are, what you're doing, what you've already been through. But at Seasons Leadership, we like to use the seasons and cycles of nature as a metaphor for leadership and, and for life. Mm -hmm. So we're entering that winter. We're in that winter. And um, for us at Seasons, it's all about transformation. That's what's going on right now is transformation. And it can be ever so quiet when it's happening. Um, yeah. And it can feel like nothing's happening. Right. Which is can be distressing for us. I mean... Especially us in the United States, I think we we celebrate activity and progress and that kind of um, you know energy, and the the energy in winter is much different. Absolutely, it can feel like no energy. Right, right. <laughs> it can feel like I mean I know for me personally, uh, things slow down or they feel like they slow down in winter. And where I normally would be very energetic and driven and just get this thing done and really task oriented in winter, I'm much more self-oriented, introspective, if you will. Right. right. It's, uh, I know I sleep a lot more. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the Northern, Northern hemisphere. And so it's dark here uh, a lot. And I think that hibernation is something that I do. But I also think, I mean, it's what we need. We need yeah. to, we need to slow down at times in our lives and rest and allow ourselves to rejuvenate. And I think that's where transformation comes in. 
Absolutely. Well, that's where you're allowing the energy you do have to be focused mm-hmm. on creating that transformation. I mean, think of a tree. Mm-hmm. Tree may seem a weird metaphor here, but think of a tree, they, especially deciduous ones that lose their leaves during the fall. And it's so beautiful, all the colors. And then in winter, they're just a bunch of empty sticks sticking mm-hmm. up there. Right. And it looks like they're dead, but right. they're not. They're just hibernating. As you said, they're just, um, allowing all their energy, what energy they do have to be focused on transforming them for spring. And then when spring hits and the buds start coming out and then they get into full leaf again, it's an amazing transformation, right? So the transformation is happening now in winter while they're dormant. Right. And, and that's, I mean, some people may actually take it to an extreme and be dormant in the winter, but (laughs) But I think for, for most of us, it's an effort to slow ourselves down and to say, it's okay that I'm not doing, doing, doing all the time right now Mm -hmm. that I'm just being. It's very important. Um, I think even if we're not consciously aware of what's happening inside of us, um, there is, there is connections being made And all the work that we've done in spring and fall and summer is accumulating and we are being transformed. And by allowing the stillness to kind of do its magic, work on us, uh, give us some space, um, it's, it's amazing what that transformation can bring. And, 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 I've I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in others where if we we don't honor the winter the metaphorical winter and the and honor that space it's that's when we start to churn and we don't know really know what we're doing we've got a lot of activity but not making a lot of progress um and so it's you know winter comes and I think we can we can get through it by honoring it. If not, it just kind of drags through, through our life. Right. And we can't, we, we eventually have, have to face it. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so there's lots of different feelings you can feel when you're going through winter. And I think it's important to take a little side trip here and talk about metaphorical winter. You could be experiencing that at any part of your life, through any season you could be in it could be summer where you are but you could be experiencing winter with let's say your finances or let's say your love life or let's say your your business work mm-hmm. or all of it together so there's lots of different cycles going on at the same time so it's important as you said Susan to pay attention to it right. to be introspective and go okay what's coming up for me right now what am i feeling what am I thinking? What am I inclined to do or not inclined to do? And for some people that could be like restless energy because right. they're not used to sitting still like me. Right. Right. So it's like, I should be doing something. I should be doing this. Yeah. That word should is a clue for us. Say, <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. No, I shouldn't be. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> what a, do that's, I need? <laughs> that's a great uh, actionable advice is that as, if we're saying I should be doing this or I should be doing that, um, that's a clue to take a pause and really think about what's really going on. Yeah. And it's 
perfectly normal. Whatever feelings you're feeling are perfectly normal for you. Just mm -hmm. don't forget that. So don't try to compare yourself to other people. Well, that person looks like they're very energetic right now. Well, they may not be experiencing winter, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if it's winter outside your window, That's right? right? That's they may right. not be experiencing it. So only compare yourself to yourself and say, what am I feeling? What's coming up for me? What, how do you generally get clues of that you're in winter, Susan? I think it's it's the in-between time. So um, how we, in, in Seasons Leadership, what we think about is fall is when things are, are changing. So it's the, the fall is really the endings of things. And it's the deciding you're going to let something go. And so that can be, you know, can feel okay, but it also can feel sad. So the, but the winter is for me, it's the time in between the letting go and the finding what is new. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit directionless kind of in some areas. You feel I mean, like you're floundering. Yeah. Or... I don't really know what I want to do. You know, like if I'm, if I'm thinking about, um, uh, like I didn't really, I didn't really have winter when I, um, retired from Boeing. And I think the reason why is maybe it was a really quick winter because I, um, uh, as I was, Coming to that point, I mean, I was going through, uh, you know, my career was really, I would say, probably in summer. I was going good. And it, I mean, I I loved it. I was contributing. I had some great projects. Um, but then um, on a personal note, my son-in-law got very ill and ended up passing away. So it changed my viewpoint about, like, where what how was I spending my life? And you know, I I got a another reinforcement <laughs> that life is short and where we are spending our time and our energy um should be very thoughtful and deliberate. And so I got to that point where, like, well, maybe I'd been at Boeing for 30 years. Maybe it's time to do something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I had this idea when um, I retired someday way in the future that I would start my own business and become a coach. And so Brandon's um, death really made me reconsider what that was. So there was a period of time where I was thinking about this and talking to people like, is this really time? It was a bit scary, but then I made a decision and then, and the, but I, I knew what I was, was kind of heading for. So, um, so I, I think maybe I had a short winter in that period of time, but I didn't get my business up and going for probably, you know, a year and a half, two years later. So there was that, maybe, maybe that's a winter. It was a little bit of floundering. Yeah, trying, sounds trying like you were going see. through the winter of figuring it yeah, out. Figuring Something's it out. Something's ended. So my career yes. ended that I thought I was going to be at for a lot longer. Yeah. I know what I want to do, but I don't know all the specifics to make no. it happen. Yes. I made the decision and, but didn't really have all the answers. So uh, yeah. So it was a little bit of that. I guess maybe I was going deep, mm -hmm. you know, about what do I really want? 
I had I had coaches at that time uh, working through it all. And How going deep is super important mm-hmm. in winter also, mm-hmm. but, um, and getting, getting input from other people. So you can consider different things. Mm-hmm. But one thing that often happens also is through peer pressure or the uncomfortableness that comes with just being and not mm-hmm. doing in our society today. Mm-hmm. Um, it can cause us to want to take action even if we haven't gone deep and figured out what that is. Yes. And that can, that's something to avoid because, and resist, even though you're getting peer pressure, because if you're not ready to make that change, then you may find yourself doing something that you'll end up reworking or will have right. been wasted effort. So right. it's really important to, like I said, look inwardly and go, Hey, what am I experiencing right now? What's going on for me? And I'm very doing oriented person. Mm -hmm. And so in fact, I make to-do lists just so I can cross Mm -hmm. things off. I've already done because I want to feel good about having done it. Um, And so for me, it's about resisting the urge both internally, but also of other people saying, well, this is unlike you to not have you know, tackle this already, or, you know, what's going on with you? Are you feeling okay? And to resist all that and say, I'm right where I need to be. And Mm -hmm. I need to be just being for right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like you, I may feel a little bit uh, rudderless or not knowing exactly Mm -hmm. what's going to come out of it. And, and really it was about making myself okay with that and focusing on the things that I can focus on mm-hmm. during that time. So embracing those feelings, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy though. You know, I, I'm easy. thinking you're, you're, you're having me reflect back at that time when I had left Boeing and starting um, this new business. And, um, and there is, a there were a lot of stop starts and stops, starts and stops, you know, cause I try something and that wasn't exactly right. And, And, um, I, you know, and it is, um, society and our communities around us, they weren't, I mean, in general, like, what are you doing, Susan? (laughs) (laughs) What's next for you? What are you working on now? Yeah. Are you, are you applying for jobs? You know, you know, what's, what's happening, you know? And so that is, that is pressure, you know, that is everybody's well-meaning, but, um, it's when you're when you're doing something out of the ordinary or not in line with what everybody else is doing. It's it's just a little you bit. You can different. feel the pressure. So yeah. so let's give our listeners like what can they do about that? Yeah. When, what can you do when you're feeling you're in winter? Yeah. Well, first thing is slow down. Like we said, it's not easy, but mm-hmm. slow down and create that space for the that deep reflection. And what's coming up, maybe journaling, if journaling's your thing or reading or connecting with other people and asking, you know, have you experienced this? What came up for you? Whatever way it looks like that you can allow for these thoughts and ideas to, to surface mm-hmm. so you can figure out when you get to spring, what's that going to look like? Right. Right. I like, uh, getting out and walking. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, you know, that 
it get, gets my body moving and kind of clears my mind. So yeah. I, I recommend, recommend that. It also helps you um, be more present. Yes. So especially if you can be out where you can see nature sometimes. I'm in the city, so, uh, you know, I, I'm not don't see that much nature, but I guess I in Seattle, we, I have trees and mountains around me so I can see that. So that's nice, yeah. but anything. And if it's hard for you to do that because you're experiencing full on actual winter <laughs> geographically and physically, um, then find some other activity that helps you get centered. Like Susan said with walking in nature, I, I agree with her on the walking in nature. That's a number one thing, but if that's not possible, that doesn't mean all is lost. You can find other activities that really feed you and, mm -hmm. and contribute to what you're thinking and feeling. Um, I find often if I'm just, if I take a breath and I'm just open and I remind myself, just be open. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to come up or who you're going to meet or what you're going to hear. That's going to spark something in you to go, oh yeah, I need to ponder that a little bit more about what I do. The other big thing in winter for me is self-care. Talk more about that. What do you do for self-care? Um, it varies. It really varies. And there's a wide variation of it. It's kind of whatever I'm feeling at the time. Sometimes um, it's working out, but specifically working on a certain thing. Like I may uh, increase my yoga because it's, uh, more mindful. And so mm -hmm. it, it allows me to get my brain, leave my brain in a place where it can mm -hmm. just see what comes up and be open or, or it may look like, um, I'm taking a couple of days off from working out because I overdid it and I just need some rest, or it may look like, um, making time to have a good long conversation with one of my friends. Yeah or a date night with my husband. It doesn't matter. Self-care can look like anything, whatever's important to you yeah. and relevant to you. But the point is doing it. Right. It can well, be big. It can be small. It, it's just whatever's meaningful to you. Yeah. I think what you're saying too, which I think is really important, is that it, it is something meaningful. It's allowing you the space and latitude to get what you need. And it could be nothing. You could be sitting there with nothing. And um, I think sometimes uh, I can get myself in a knot if I think I'm not doing self-care. I should be doing yoga. I should, should. be, I know, <laughs> see, this is the thing. I should be taking a bath, damn it. And I should be having my glass of wine there. But, you know, I, I and then I don't do it. And then I feel like, what's wrong with you, Susan? You didn't do your self-care. So I'm just beating myself up. I mean, that is not the opposite. That's the yeah. opposite of self-care. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, so if should is the, is the trigger word God that we should be listening for. Time I, video. I, I'm sorry. I should oh be God. doing this. Um, then we, we find ourselves saying that just yeah. switch up the language. Yeah. I could be doing this. Is that what I want to do right now? Yes. No, is that, is that helpful or not? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you're doing self-care, right? Yeah. Because you're asking yourself, what do I need and how do I do this? Um, and I wanted to take a quick uh, segue 
and tie this back to leadership. So we've been talking about what do people need to do as people for themselves? Well, guess what? Leaders are people. And taking care of ourselves, the self-care, the allowing time to just be and go deep that winter brings to us um, allows us to transform as leaders also, Mm -hmm. right? Because if we're taking care of ourselves, then we're going to be able, better able to be there for the people that we lead Mm -hmm. and the organizations that we lead and the things we're responsible for. So Another thing with leaders is sometimes they feel like they got to have every answer about every question all the time. You don't have to. No. You don't it's have a, to. Well, you can. You can take some time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't. It's not even, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. So taking the time in winter to focus on being, not doing, and as you're resting, reflecting, taking care of yourself, um, you're also renewing as a leader. So sometimes those those thoughts that come into my brain when I'm just being and being open to opportunities is, oh, this would be really great. Let's dig deeper into this. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'd like to do with the team or here's what I'd like to do with my client or here's, right? So things are going to come up for you, not just in one aspect of your life, but holistically and pay attention. Yeah. I, I think it's a really good point, Debbie, uh, as leaders and, and we, you know, are promoting excellence in leadership. It's it's not a nice to have. Leaders have respo- a responsibility to take care of themselves so they show up the best that they possibly can for their teams and their clients and for the communities which they lead. Um it's not an option. Yeah. So actually should really does apply in that case. Yeah, it really is. It's a, <laughs> it's a responsibility. I feel so strong about that because when we, when we're depleted, we just cannot possibly show up as our best selves. Absolutely. No, we can't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so maybe to uh, kind of bring this home, I'd like Susan, you to share a story um, you're realizing or about to realize a dream that came to you through maybe multiple winters. So why yeah. don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so, um, this is probably like five or six years ago. Um, I, I started reflecting about what my values are and what's really important to me. And um, I'm very interested in my heritage, and and um, I started having this dream. My one of my two of my top values are wonder and awe. And I thought, what would bring me wonder and awe? And I thought, I wanted to go live someplace else. Um, I was born in Seattle, and here I am, three miles from where I grew up. And um, I really love adventure and I've been to a lot of places, but I haven't actually stayed an extended time anywhere. So, um, so then I thought, well, I want to go to Ireland. I'm a lot Irish and I wanted, I want to do that. And so um, I, it starts in winter and in the physical winter, because I find that as a, it's a temporal marking of the year 
And for me, I just find it natural to look back on how did that year, the past year go and what do I want in the future? And um, so I've been doing that. And so I had this dream, okay, this is what I want to do. And I want to go to Ireland. And it started out, you know, pretty fuzzy. And, uh, but, you know, why not? There's no reason why I couldn't do this. Uh, I had a pandemic in the middle of all of this and things yeah. like that. But it's been getting um, more and more real. And so, which is, which has been great. And um, I've been connecting with people and telling them my dream. I think that is um, the the biggest positive I can share with somebody. If you have, have a dream, tell people because people want to help and they have ideas. And, and so as it turns out now, um, so this spring, I am going to Ireland um for I'll be there for about two months so that's pretty extended and and I hope it's just the start of going back multiple times oh that's wonderful so there you have it Susan allowed (laughs) the time it took for this dream to fully come to fruition right and now she's ready to to go with it but Mm -hmm. it starts as a very small glimmer, right? Sometimes before the transformation and transformation can take several cycles before it actually shows up at its full effect. But um, we'll be able to track throughout the year Mm -hmm. on this podcast, uh, how things are going for Susan in this dream. And this is in alignment also with our desire to share more of our own personal stories Mm -hmm. and leadership transformations. So there you have it for winter. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll end with um, we have a playlist on Spotify for winter. We have them for multiple seasons, but if you'd like to give a listen to that and think about what songs to add, you can find us seasons underscore leadership on um, any of the places where you listen to that. But Spotify, you can find us there. So with that, Susan, any last words for our listeners today about winter? Now, well, it's, you know, get cozy, settle in, and transform. (laughs) (laughs) And if you need more inspiration and advice, you can find us at www.seasonsleadership.com. Until next time. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. We hope that you were inspired by this conversation. And we invite you to join our community on Patreon. See the link below. There you will find more resources to help you on your leadership journey. Make sure to join us next time for more conversation about leadership excellence.